That's a private school. What's the matter, dog? Can we hear it? This guy's a gangster. His real name is Clarence. And Clarence gets a hold of both parents. And Clarence's parents have a real good marriage. This guy don't want to battle. He's shook. Cause ain't no such thing as a black crook. What's up, everybody? Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Let's Talk Shop. Let's dial right in. Um, I, if you listen to the opening clip, I don't know if you guys remember that movie, but it was at the it was the last freestyle battle between Eminem and the I don't remember remember what the gang was called, and it, that stood out to me in my line of thinking lately because. When Eminem, and there's two ways you can take that. When Eminem was defending himself and he had to call out his opponent, he was saying, this guy wants to be bad, but he has all these advantages. Why does he have to be bad? And then also you can look at it as, this guy's not part of the culture because he has it so good. So has a little bit to do with the episode today and the question that I have is what is being black I asked this question what is being black because it doesn't make sense to me at the end of my last podcast I talked about being kicked out of the black community for thinking a certain way for, for for being a certain way. And I keep asking myself, how do I get across to the black community and still be black? And then I thought, that's foolish. Because when I went to bed last night, I was black. When my alarm went off this morning and, and I watched my hand reach up as I yawned to turn off my alarm, I was black. I looked in the mirror at my messy, coarsed hair and black skin. What the French United Connection Kingdom? Why can't I just say my views with support from facts and experience and research to be enough to support my ideas? There are some whites that support the black culture ideas. There are some whites that support my ideas. I say this because I want to make it clear, and I'll tell you why today. So the question is, what is being black? I think we have to, we would have to break it down to culture. So what is black culture? What is culture? Culture is the characteristics and knowledge of a particular group of people encompassing language, religion, cuisine, social ha- social habits, music, and arts. So what's the black culture? Since that's the best way, at least that's the best way I can say other blacks are measuring me. Like I don't belong to the black culture because I don't represent the black culture. So what will we, what, you know, from the, what is culture? What we, we what will we use to describe Characteristics of culture, like social habits. Well, what is a social habit? 
So according to the psychological dictionary, a social habit is a social behavior that is so ingrained, we do it automatically. Now, for example, and this is a universal, universal, at least I would think it's a universal social culture for the, the world, is if you're in a restaurant and you're being served and the server, and I'm just thinking of this as an example, of course, there's other things that are like, you know, drilled in our minds of what we just do because it's just reflex, but a server brings over a plate or meal or drink and we say, thank you. That's a social habit. Saying thank you every time someone's giving you a meal at a cafe or a restaurant, it's a social habit. So what are some social habits that blacks have? And I'm telling you, I've been thinking about this for a couple of days. I didn't want to say just negative things because I'm trying to, you know, I'm trying to reach everyone. So I don't want to just bring out the negative. I don't want to expose the negative. I don't want to paint this negative picture of black culture. I'm going to continue to put quotes around black culture because <laughs> I mean, you can't see, but every time I say black, I'm putting it in quotes. <laughs> but I would say a social habit is our, one of the social habits of a, a black person is our political views. 90% of blacks vote Democrat. I'm not saying that our polit political views are a negative thing, just making the case that it is a black thing. You know, when... Joe Biden got up saying, if you ain't black, if you don't vote for me, it's because he's he wasn't being racist. He was actually being honest. Now, I'm not voting for Joe, but I'm not going to say that he was wrong about that. He's saying 90 percent. And that's what people are telling me. You know, 90 percent of blacks vote Democrat. So, yeah, if it's a cultural thing and you don't do it, you're not participating in the black culture. So I, I would I just would bring that as a social habit like that is instead in our mind instilled in our mind to always vote this certain way without question. I think another social habit that Black people embrace and use, even the best of us, we use the N word. In my opinion. Too much. It was a word given to us to suppress us, to put us down, to, at that time, remind us of what we were. I mean, of course, we're not, and we never were, but at that time, what we were. And we used to, and we use it to speak to each other like it's, it was never the worst word in an English dictionary. Like, there is the C word, which is a, hard second place and if I have to tell you what the C word is I'm going to have to tell you to look it up because I'm not going to say it uh, the T word same it's probably a hard third place and then all the other racist terms just fall in you know tie for fourth but the N word is at the top you know I've, I once heard a person made a joke and I laughed at it because it was kind of funny but in a sense I, don't, I never used the word but it's like did you just use a hard R or a soft A you know, it's like there's a difference. And that's why I laugh. Like, there's no difference. Like, some people use a soft A, some people use a hard R. 
to me, it's the same thing. And if you think there's a difference, there's not. If you look up both words, it's the same definition. But then words at the top. So why do we use it? I mean, our community talks nothing other than we are suppressed and America is racist, yet we continue the racist language that we don't want others to speak. No one else can be racist, but we can be racist to ourselves. I mean, that's what we're saying. Like a white person can't say the N-word, but a black person can say it to another black person. It's in our music, it's in our movies, it's in our speech. And I haven't been, I haven't used the N-word in probably five or six years now. And I don't want my kids saying it. So. Any other social habits? Victimization? Oh, that might have hit a nerve for some of us. I mean, 90% of you won't agree with that. However, we play a pretty good victim role. Black men are shot by the police, and we don't question any motives other than the police and the and the judicial judicial system is corrupt. They don't like black people and they are trying to eradicate us. That's what's said. You know, slavery has been over for 155 years, and we still use it to say that America owes us. America was built on slavery. America is kin to the KKK. America is racist. All I hear is victim, victim, victim. I literally saw on someone's post on Facebook that said, don't tell black people to get, get over slavery when you still haven't gotten over losing your slaves. <laughs> I literally read that and the little minion inside my brain said, what? Like, it's like no one knows that slave owners were the filthy rich and owning slaves was expensive. If you had to compare what it cost to have a slave in the 1800s to what it would cost based on the progression of money, a person today in today's world will pay $40,000 for a slave. That's the comparison. How many Americans would be able to afford a slave? You know, I haven't heard once, and maybe some of some of you out there has, but I haven't heard one single racist, powerful white person say, "Bring back black, bring back slavery." It wouldn't have to be that direct. They could do it by using specific words or doing specific tasks. I know one party that does it. You know, ask me whenever you're ready to talk about it, but I'm not talking about it today. But that is a victim mentality to me. So you may be feeling of what is owed for us or what's to be paid back to us. However, the black culture defines victimization. I don't think we need to play that role. So there are many, they're pretty more social habits, but I don't want to like dwell on that entirely because that's not the entire culture. So what else is part of the culture? Like language? That's another part of the culture. You know, slang, ebonics. What's our what's our stereotypical speech? You know, what's something that uh, blacks use often? Finna. <laughs> I heard that word. It's so funny to me because it's, you know, it's not a conjunction or anything. It's just a word someone made up one day. But them, that, this, and they. 
And don't say it's not because I know people, I know people who actually have written papers using those words. They also text those words. I've got text messages with those words. And and if like it's supposed to replace them, that, this, and they. No, some of you may be thinking black people don't talk like that. Fine. Then why can I articulate, enunciate, pronounce words correctly, and I'm considered to be talking white? I mean, since we we did the speech of the English language that we all are taught in grade school, middle school, and high school, when did that become the white language? That's all. I'm, that's all I will say about speech. You know, it's not worth indulging in. But you prop your proper speaking. And proper speaking, black folk have probably heard, why do you sound like that? Or you talk white. Dot, dot, dot. Music. Oh, man, I love music. I love music. I love all music. I love, I love all music except death metal and twangy country. I don't care much for rap anymore as much as I used to in my youth. You know, there are a lot of there are a lot of artists that I listen to and I follow. I follow their message, but for the most part, I've, I've grown up. You know, what is our most popular black artist or black related music? So like rap, R and B, or hip hop, talk about. And I know jazz and rock are still. You know, they were. They're popular uh, black cultural music, but it's not the one that's mostly listened to. You know, what what are the songs that are mostly listened to by Blacks, what do they talk about? You know, if you go look at the top songs, drugs, rape, sex, abuse, death, extravagant lifestyles, etc. There's there's little to no positive music out there. But there is, this just not a lot. You know, the songs, those the positive music aren't the songs at the Billboard's top 100. I went through and I looked. You know, if you take out the pop songs and you just look at all the hip hop, R&B and rap songs, the things I just listed are on there. The the positive artists aren't in more commercials or in advertisements. You know, if you I think of Common as a positive artist and he has uh, come a long way um, for the black communities. He's been in movies. He's been in commercials. He speaks really you know, very well. And he's a very encouraging person, uplifting person. But who else? I see like three Migos and Mountain Dew and Doritos commercials. I don't don't know if you listen to their music, but their music isn't something I want my kids to listen to. So the music videos don't show less bling than actual wealth. It encourages certain brands and styles that black people want to use as a tool to show their economic status. But it's not the truth. You know, most of us, especially in you know my experience in Detroit, we may drive a super nice car, but it's not insured. So if it gets hit, and that's not just like black's faults entirely, that is because Michigan has the worst insurance. But maybe we don't need to get that overly expensive car so we can't afford insurance. And I guess it goes for all people, not just black people. But but we, we follow this idea that like having 
the specific car represents our economic status. Like I said, it's not the truth. Here's the truth. I no longer embrace and live by the stereotypical standards that are set by the black culture that I'm not accepted by. I'm not going to use the N-word. I will, will, however, speak a certain way around like family members, comfortable people, but in my profession and dealing with the public, I turn it off. And everyone kind of knows that. I remember I had a girlfriend once tell me, why do you talk like that when you get around your family? Like, because I'm around with my kinfolk. I'm I'm going to use it. Uh, That's how we communicate. And then if you ever speak to a certain group of people, they have their own dialect. However, when they're in front of other people, they don't use it. It's not considered proper English. So I would not believe that I'm a victim. I'm not. I'm not, I'm not suppressed or held back by anybody but me. My success is in the power of my hands. And I'm still learning my strengths and weaknesses. You know, I still listen to certain songs from the black culture. However, I am picky about what I listen to. I mean, sometimes I listen to a song that I like. <laughs> and then, you know, it starts off that I like the beat. And then when I start listening to the hook, I'm, I'm singing the, like these love lyrics to a hook or whatever the song is about. And then finally I listen to the lyrics. I'm like, hold up. That's that's not what I thought this song was about. So I have fallen victim to this before. <laughs> so anywho, I want to raise the bar for the for the black culture. You know? I want to raise the ball, raise the bar for culture. And even if you are, you know, on the left or right, conservative. Republican, Democrat, liberal, politics, whatever. It doesn't matter. You can still help change things by ultimately helping change people. You know, people have to change. This may come as a blow, but stop blaming America. Stop blaming America for your problems. We aren't far from desegregation. You know, some of our grandparents at this point have lived through it. The things that they worried about at the time aren't the same things that they worry about now. They couldn't drink at the same fountains as white people. They couldn't use the same restroom. They couldn't be on the same bus. Now we have all those things. And I know those are small things. There are a lot of other things, you know. So today, set some goals. You know, what does it take to reach those goals? Buckle down, take some L's or losses to get those goals. Make some sacrifices. Don't give up. When I say these things, I'm trying to, I have to convince myself of it too, because it is the truth. Once you do these things, things get better for you. Life gets better for you. So I want you to do it as long as, as well as I'm, I'm holding myself to do it. And it's a change for all of us. And it's not easy. It hasn't been the cha- It hasn't been an easy change for me. My beliefs now weren't easy, and they still aren't easy to believe. So the idea I get from other blacks is that I have to embrace the culture and live it. Here's something. 
So yesterday was my dad's birthday. He turned 61. He's a great man. You know, yesterday after I hugged him, I didn't want to let him go. I have been so grateful for this man to be my father for 36 years. When I look at him, I see a hardworking person. I see a person who doesn't give up on his friends and his family. I see a man who doesn't give up on his morals. I see a man who, who seems really tough and masculine, but he's this big teddy bear on the inside. If he had his way, we'd all live with him. <laughs> I see a man who married his woman and the mother of his children. I see a man who takes care of his home. I see a man who takes care of his mother. I see a man who participates in his community by employing other men. This man is just, he's black. But this shouldn't, this should be the content, continuous, contagious culture we should be living. <laughs> I know I squeezed my dad in today, but he's a good example of what culture should be. And it's not a black or white or race thing at all. It's should just be a human thing. So for the for the people out there that judge me for being an interracial interracial relationship, who are who give me a hard time about articulating or listening to country music for giving me a hard time for driving a pickup and comparing me to farmers, because for some reason farmers is a white thing. I don't know when that started. For the people out there who say, I'm not black, I'm OJ. All those, you know, telling me I'm the worst black person they know, whatever, I get all of it. I get all of it and I just, I, I remember what a family member told me, and I remember this all the time, and it has nothing to do with how I hold myself. It just happens to fall that that's just the race that I am. I was born black, and I'm going to die black. Till next time, guys.